0: The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faith Lit. Faith Lit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com, slash Todd Show, so you want to watch the program live or on demand. Of course, right now we're having problems with this and uh, just the way that the old cookie crumbles. Streaming the program, and that's... um I'm fixing that, I think, right now. <laughs> right now. So this is actually the first day, day number one. Day number one that we are going to be streaming on, on Facebook. Well, I'm sorry, on, mu- on multiple platforms. So we are <laughs> dealing with things here as they as we're uh, trying to get the video. as we need to turn the video so that it's... My whole head's in the screen. So, there's technical meltdowns everywhere here. I want to start today, start, start the program today, talking about mail-in ballots. I want to talk about mail-in ballots as we... as we are looking at what Pennsylvania and the Supreme Court has decided there, the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania, as decided, as reported here at the Daily Wire, the Pennsylvania Court Supreme Court says that ballots can be counted three days, three days after Election Day. They can be counted three days after Election Day. So not only that... But they've also decided that they're going to accept mail in ballots whose signatures do not match. Mail in ballots don't have to match signatures um, from previously registered, you know, when when folks uh, make that request to register. So those things do not have to match. And they can take ballots up to three days after. So Trump's out there saying... Of course, I love the way that this is being reported. Trump's out there saying... This is according to a headline in Mediate." Trump baselessly states election results may never be accurately determined. That's what he says. Mediaite saying it's baselessly something that Trump stated. But meanwhile, we have developments that quite literally that quite literally show us that that is the direction that this is going. We are headed in a direction where we are extending mail-in ballots, all sorts of regulations, all sorts of uh, the, the, the the process whereby we allow folks to, um, folks are being allowed to, to obtain ballots. These things are going to be um, in some cases, they're they're pushing to just drop these things in the mail. Now signatures don't have to match. They're extending the time frame by which um, ballots can can be received. Trump's out there saying that these results may never accurately be determined. He's being criticized in the media, but that's precisely what's happening here. I mean, if you have no rules, no rules for... Whether you know to, to any way to, to prove who the person's sending the ballot in, which really that's what the signature's purpose is for, right? I mean, to be able to look at the signature on that ballot and say, say this is so and so Bob Smith's ballot. Look at this. Bob Smith's signature matches the right the, the signature that we have on file here. this we have reason to believe that this is Bob Smith's ballot. So they're throwing all these things out the window. Not only that, they're giving themselves three extra days um, <laughs> to to be able to count this. This and, and simultaneously, as we have these discussions, as we have these rulings, these developments, the media will tell us that there's no evidence, no evidence whatsoever, that there is anything wrong with mail-in ballots. There's no evidence to suggest that there's fraud. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? You're requiring, you no longer require that signatures match what you have on file and the ballot you receive. That doesn't even matter. Why sign it? What's the point of that? Reminds me of an Office episode where Michael Scott, Michael Scott has to be trained in diversity, diversity day, Someone comes into the office, and instead of just targeting Michael, they speak to the whole office, and they make him watch videos or whatever else, go through a seminar, and Michael says, hey, I don't want to sign that I learned anything because I really didn't learn anything new. Can I sign that I taught something? And the individual says, Michael, can I have a candid conversation with you? And Michael says, absolutely, and he says, hey, look, the reason I'm here is because of you and some comments that you made I'm really just needing your signature. I didn't need everyone else's. I just did this so as to protect you from any embarrassment, unnecessary, uh, you know, unnecessarily putting you in the spotlight here for some of the things that you have done, even though everyone in this room knows what you've said and what you've done. So Michael Scott grabs his pen and signs the form. I think it was Daffy Duck. <laughs> and he finds this comical. But the thing is, you know, the signature didn't, <laughs> didn't match Michael's real signature, but they just wanted something. Uh, that, that gentleman had, he watched Michael sign it, so he got what he came for, even though it wasn't the same, the same signature. A similar thing is happening here. People can sign these. I mean, can you sign it, Daffy Duck? That's what I want to ask the state of Pennsylvania. Can you sign your ballot, Daffy Duck? Does that invalidate it? I mean, what, what invalidates it at this point? Are we really to believe, are Americans really this stupid as to believe that not a single ballot coming through, coming through the mail stream is a ballot that's illegitimate? Is that really the point at which we've come to in our society today? Are we really that gullible? If that's the case, then... I think we should no longer patrol the highways for people speeding because I think we can just trust that they'll follow the posted speed limits. I think we should do away with security cameras at businesses and homes because I think if you just tell people in your business's area or in your the vicinity uh, vicinity of your home, please do not trespass on my property. Please do not uh, you know just take things from me i don't appreciate it i don't like you know I, we don't like it when you take ups packages off our front porch just post that out there hey please don't take our ups packages i'm sure a, cr- a criminal walking by will see that and say hey they don't want us to take these billy let's go to the next stop next stop maybe they don't have a sign posted I mean the, the degree of stupidity and the degree of willing, uh, willful ignorance here is beyond my comprehension even to, to understand. I mean on the one hand, I understand this is about trying to justify whatever they can so as to give themselves both time and the ability to count any piece of paper that has a vote for Biden on it. That's what this is shaping up to look like. That's what this is shaping up to be. Meanwhile, Trump's out there saying that there's, um, th- we may never accurately, uh, the results may never accurately be counted. If I tell you what, if there's more of this, he's right. You know, I, I go back to 2016 and I remember, I remember the media and Hillary Clinton, they were aghast when President Trump said that The election was going to be stolen from him. Remember this? They're trying to steal the election. Oh, my goodness. We had reports on how important it was to believe in the integrity of the U.S. system of elections. Hillary Clinton was beside herself. Of course, she thought she was guaranteed a victory. Talking with a friend the other day, talking with a friend, we're talking about, you know, polling and all that sort of stuff. And he asked what the... Odds were that Hillary Clinton was going to win on election day and I knew it was 90 something but Huffington Post tweeted out that morning or posted on Facebook or somewhere on social media. In fact, I've got that. I've got a screenshot of that. But but they posted there 98.1% chance of Hillary Clinton winning. That was on November whatever, November 6th or 7th, whenever election day was 2016. That those were the odds that morning. According to the experts, the same experts that tell us undoubtedly that there's no problem with mail in ballots. These folks are wrong consistently. They live in the land of being wrong. They don't know what they're talking about, but they know what they're doing. And I'll tell you what they're doing. They're doing the work of the Democrat Party, they're doing all they can to set up a scenario whereby if Joe Biden gets his Hind-in whipped on election night, as they're starting to predict now. They're buying themselves both time and the ability to count anything. I'm almost wondering if you got a sheet of paper in the mail, not even a ballot. It just said Biden on it. Count that as a vote. Why not? Drive by the clerk's office in your local community. Yell out the window, hey, I'm voting for Biden. Boom, count it. Why not? That's what this is shaping up to be. That's what this is shaping up to be, and it's really – it's a shame that we collectively as Americans, the day after – right? Yesterday was Constitution Day. We talked about this. We talked about the importance of limited government. We talked about the role of government. We talked about – a little bit about the rule, the, the, the rule of law and really what this, this nation was founded upon and built upon. All that stuff almost overnight thrown out the window thrown out the window. This is how invested they are in a Biden victory. It makes no difference what they have to do. The ends justifies the means. In their minds, Biden needs to win by any means necessary. Even if he goes on a town hall on CNN and he's thrown softball questions, as I've read, I didn't watch the stupid thing last night, but as I've read That he's that as the as the event went last night. Why is Trump so bad? Why are you so great? That's our town hall meeting. Effectively, it's not surprising. It's predictable. But I'll say this: wait, wait another eleven days. President Trump is going to be debating Joe Biden unless Hillary and the rest of the leaders of the Democrat Party, the power brokers there, can find a way to hide Joe a little bit longer. And believe me, they're looking for ways. They're looking for ways to keep him off of that debate stage. They like the softball questions. They like the teleprompter in front of him when he's talking. They like him being hidden in a controlled environment, which is his basement. It's gotten him this far. Can it get him just a little bit further? That's what they're hoping for. That's what they're crossing their fingers for. And they are doing everything they can. They're building a team of lawyers so as to, so as to uh, challenge this election on the grounds that Republicans are trying to disenfranchise voters. Meanwhile, Democrats are trying to create votes, create the scenario whereby votes can be cast virtually in any way possible, designed, of course, to help their candidate joseph biden trump criticizes this and is accused of attacking our election system without any evidence there's no evidence why isn't there any evidence because they don't recognize the evidence they don't talk about what i just talked about which is obvious for anyone that wants to stop and just think this thing through nope no problem there no concern no issue nothing to see here democrat Party leaders just being Democrat party leaders. Media figures just being the professional deceivers that they are. And I've got to take a break. Quick out here. Come back and continue our discussion. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. welcome back so on top of all of this and by the way we should be now streaming on facebook on youtube on periscope now good morning if you're watching on any of those platforms good to be here um, this morning we had a technical glitch earlier on that we fixed during uh during the break there but that's where we should be streaming now. And we're looking at a couple of other platforms as well uh, for both Hour 1 and um, and Hour 2. Again, we're working through a couple of things on Hour 2, but those will be streaming live on a variety of platforms. That's the plan anyway. This is day one of this, and we did a test yesterday. Pedals. Pedals is our newer uh, marketing coordinator she helps with putting together sound bites and social media posts and helps with our newsletter and that sort of thing so she was here in the studio yesterday we were testing these things and so this is our first time going live so hopefully everything is it appears to me it's correct everything is running as should be according to what I'm looking at here but I've learned that that's sometimes simply not uh, not accurate so let's get back to what we were talking about we're looking at Mail in ballots. The Democrats want these ballots to be counted days, if not weeks, after the election. They've argued against having to have matching signatures. That seems rather obvious to me that you would want a, ra- a matching signature. But that, is, of course, assumes that you want a ballot to come from the person who actually signed it, who actually allegedly signed it and so they've also planted into our minds a scenario whereby president trump on election night has what appears appears this is the key word he appears to have a massive victory on election night so much so that trump goes out and declares victory but biden knowing the brilliance of joe biden brilliance of joe biden his 47 years or whatever it is in washington dc they 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 help him navigate this. He knows. He knows by just keen insight, wit, and wisdom that there are ballots out in the mail that haven't been counted yet that's going to give him a victory. And so Biden waits. And a couple of days later, a state that was called for Trump on election night is going to suddenly—this is the expectation the left is setting—is going to suddenly be in question— It's going to suddenly be called, potentially, at some point, for Biden. At some point, it's going to be enough states that move in this direction where the electoral count, the electoral college count that has been presented to us on election night will be called into question. Suddenly, it's not so clear that President Trump has the 270 electoral votes. And lo and behold, the longer we wait the days, the weeks, heck if necessary the months. This is where this is where the old Nancy Pelosi could be interim president idea comes from because the house has to certify the election. What if states aren't ready? The house is then supposed to vote. House is supposed to vote. But it's interesting because it's by state delegation. So instead of California getting what is it 53 i think um, votes from their individual members of of congress what they get is one vote as a state and so they obviously are going to vote for biden because they are almost all democrats out in the crazy state of california so they um they're going to vote for for trump right now it's something like 26 republican controlled uh, states that have a republican majority in the u.s uh house and 22 that are democrat i believe is the count two that are tied so depending upon what happens on election day i mean there's all sorts of stuff that could happen here but there's a concern that maybe you know possibility that maybe uh Trump wouldn't win that either and so it there's no president on inauguration day now this is this is crazy extreme stuff to where statistically the odds are low but I'm telling you they are they are thinking about the beginning parts of this if they can if they can call into doubt you know again you go back in time if they can call into doubt the election results they're scared number 1 that's what we know they're scared of a Biden loss Perhaps a massive loss on election night. This is what they fear. They're putting this out into the minds of the public, and they're basically saying, don't worry because we have the mail-in ballots coming. And you would think, well, shouldn't mail-in ballots be received by election day? And see, that, that's a reasonable thought because that's the whole point of election day. Right, If you had to have a mail-in ballot, you took it, you completed it, and you mailed it in prior to Election Day. Those ballots could have been tallied and tabulated, or depending upon state rules and laws, they, they may have sat there waiting for Election Day. But you, do the, you, know, you complete the election, you begin the process of counting ballots. This happens. We're all accustomed to seeing this. They, they start reporting their, their actual vote numbers on Election Night. Many states are called right away. Some states, it's too close to call. Sometimes, as in the case of 2000, boy, that was a mess. That was a mess in 2000 in Florida. They called the state for Gore, then Bush, or maybe vice versa, Bush, then Gore, then Bush again. Then they had the the infamous counting of the hanging chads and all this nonsense, people holding ballots up to light. That's the same sort of thing they're preparing you for, preparing us for here in 2020. And they're wanting wanting you to think that there's enough mail-in ballots out there. They just know this. How do they know this? I don't know. They just know it. Research. Probably they're the same research that shows Trump is down, whatever, 16 points in Minnesota. The same research that shows that Trump's down, what was it? Trump was down... Big numbers in one of the Florida polls, just one of them, probably the same jokers that are tabulating those polls doing that research are the ones that are going to tell us, yeah, there's just a lot of magical ballots floating around the mail that are going to end up coming in for Joe Biden if we just give them enough time. How much is enough time? Well, as long as it takes. How do we know that all the ballots have been counted when Biden wins? You see how this works? It's very convenient. Very convenient. So they've really and sincerely told, started telling Americans Trump's going to wallop Joe Biden on election night. Then then when the rest of the votes are counted, they start trickling in. They don't have to have matching signatures. They can come in days or weeks later. You can drive by the courthouse and shout out the name of the candidate you want to vote for. They'll tally that whatever it takes as long as it takes them as long as it takes trump out of the oval office that is where they are coming from and I, it's amazing to me that americans are we just going to sit here and let this happen from the same group from the same group who told us back in 2016 that it was a deplorable and awful and reprehensible thing to call into question the integrity of our elections now they've if biden doesn't win then, ergo, in their minds, in their emotions, I should say, because this is not ra- rational or logical thinking. If, Bi- if Biden wins or Biden doesn't win, I should say, the election was fixed. Trump didn't. Trump disenfranchised people. Republicans disenfranchised voters. Silenced people who were trying to get their ballots in. Couldn't do it because Trump didn't give them enough time, or Republicans didn't. Uh, give them enough time or they had antiquated rules like your signature must match what's on on record right this is the sort of nonsense that we're subjected to on top of that top of that i had a friend last night text me uh, a link to an article this was in forbes headline here says has the presidential race just shifted vegas odds uh, vegas odds makers think so vegas odd makers are now starting to flip the script on this being a Biden victory, and now they're starting to believe it's going to be a Trump victory based upon polls that show Trump leading in Florida, North Carolina, Michigan, and elsewhere. So now odds makers, people who actually wager money on these things, are starting to say, hold on, not so fast. Trump might win this thing. Okay, Democrats say. We'll come up with another way for ballots to be counted days, weeks, months, however long it takes. Trump's even said, I think, years. However long it takes to get enough ballots for Joe Biden, that's as long as we're prepared to fight this. They've got a team of attorneys, a big team of attorney, uh, attorneys in place, and this is what they're shaping up to prepare for. They're going to prepare for a legal battle. This thing could end up in the Supreme Court. Who knows? Who knows? Again, I'm not predicting this. I'm saying that this is certainly a possibility. They are preparing for it. They are putting resources towards dealing with these very things that I'm talking about. And how do we know that the election results are accurate? Biden wins. How many votes do we count? We count until Biden gets enough to win. Then we're done. Then it's over. Then we know the ballots have been counted. It's kind of like how they handled the issue of same-sex marriage it loses on ballots, referendums and states constantly. Loss after loss after loss after loss, they keep fighting it. Goes to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court suddenly one day finds the right to gay marriage, same-sex marriage in the Constitution. Can't find the second amendment. Have no idea what the right to bear arms is. They, they don't, they're not familiar with that phrase. They don't know what that means. They think the founders were, you know, didn't mean anything besides a musket or some such thing and they can't find that, but they can find the right to, to same-sex marriage. And the second, the second that is declared, it's over. No more discussion. That's the law of the land. We move on to the next issue. And that's how all these issues are addressed. They fight for these issues until it goes in the liberals' direction, and then it's over. It's done. We're done with it. We move on to the next one and the next one, and this applies to presidential elections as well. Votes will be counted until Biden gets enough, and suddenly they'll know that that's 100% of the vote. That's that's how we know when we have 100% of the vote counted, or excuse me, when Biden is the winner, therefore we know at that point that all the votes uh, votes have been counted. Crazy times that we live in. Interesting times. Terrifying times. But nonetheless, interesting times and lots to talk about here as we're seven under seven weeks now away from Election Day. Quick time out. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute.
0: The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through FaithLit. FaithLit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back. So a couple things I want to get into here. I just I just saw an article from the New York Times, David Leonhardt, and talking about the new politics of race, the new politics of race. Yes, as though we need we need to have more new ways to politicize race here. And he's writing about the election here saying that Trump is trailing Joe Biden largely because some of those voters have swung back uh, – some of those white voters, I should say, have swung back to Democrats. But, but Trump is picking up voters in other uh, groups of people, including Hispanic voters. And I love what this writer writes here. It says this, what's going on? In large part, Biden continues to struggle with Hispanic voters. Trump, despite making repeated appeals to white nationalism and castigating immigrants. Oh, this stuff is so I, it's, it's just so stupid to me. That, that is not at all what Trump is doing. They want you to think that Trump is obviously be, is a white nationalist. He's like a, a Klansman. They, they they talk about him like he's Robert Byrd, Democrat senator from the state of West Virginia. Former Democrat senator from West Virginia. They talk about Trump like he's literally um, in the Klan, like Robert Byrd was. Meanwhile, they treat Robert Byrd like he's some sort of hero. You can't go through the state of West Virginia without driving on the Robert Byrd Memorial Highway or the Robert Bird courthouse or whatever it is, whole state. I'm surprised they haven't renamed the state Birdsville or some such thing. But anyway, he goes on to write here, goes on to write here that President Trump has a chance of doing better with Hispanic voters now than he did in 2016. And I love his explanation. His explanation, let me just summarize it. You know who votes for, for Trump? people who consider themselves Americans. That's what, I'm just telling you what he says. Listen to what he says. One possible explanation, and a, a worrisome one for Democrats in the long run, is that Hispanics are following a path not so different from earlier European immigrant groups like Italian and Irish Americans. As they assimilated, they became less reliably Democrat. To oversimplify, they voted for FDR And then for Reagan, that's what he writes in the New York Times piece. So the more that they viewed themselves as part of the American culture, as being American, as believing in the things that Trump talked about yesterday, which kudos to that, by the way, on Constitution Day, Trump goes out and basically says, we're going to have the 1776 project or whatever it is. We're going to focus on educating America's youth on our real heritage. This was not a society that was founded upon, uh, you know, tyranny and oppression, and built upon anything other, anything other than liberty. Yes, of course, the founders made atrocious mistakes with, with slavery, but they fixed. We have fixed these problems. They set forth ideas that were rooted firmly in liberty, freedom. And in the individual, as I've said on this program before, was the first time that people began to view themselves truly as citizens, not just subjects. You were free to live your life without having to worry about who who you belonged, to, you know, you, who who you who was in control, who you served as a, as your tyrant. You could begin begin to to follow your own dreams, aspirations, and so forth. And that was not extended at the beginning to black Americans. And that was wrong and that was atrocious. We have since fixed that. That was part of the vision, but the founders, they they didn't follow even their own writings at times. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They didn't follow their own teachings completely, but they still set forth those ideas. Those ideas grew as people experienced that and lived that life. They embraced it. They passed it on to their children. People, People could live their own lives, chase their own dreams, follow their own hearts, live according to their own conscience. That is what makes America great. We're not great because of our... DNA. We're not different than other people around the globe. In fact, we have people here from that are all over from all over the globe. That's not it. It's the ideas. It's the principles. It's based and rooted upon truth. And Trump says we're going to stop. We're going to combat some of these crazy ideas and theories that are now being shoved down the throats of America's youth in our awful system of public education collectively off. I mean, some of the things that that are being taught and endorsed, not good, very bad. We're going to fix that. We're going to teach them about liberty and freedom and the true principles upon which this nation was built. Kudos. We need more of that. And the more people agree with those American principles, embrace those, assimilate, as this writer of the New York Times says, the more good things happen, the more people want to vote for Republican, because they realize – and I'm not – this is not a blanket endorsement of Republicans in general. This is just saying, hey, the more they realize that one side is promoting more government and less freedom, and that's a dangerous thing, and that side is the modern Democrat Party. It's not every rank-and-file Democrat by any stretch, but it's what the leaders and the power brokers in the, in the Democrat Party do. And I've going to take a break long in this segment. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute.
0: The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faith Lit. Faith Lit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TOD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Come back, I'll tell you something else that is not helping the Democrat Party right now. One of the reasons that the odds makers are now shifting and telling us that President Trump may be the new favorite. One of the reasons why some of these polls that we see are tightening, and that is because that is because we have Americans who have had enough with what's happening with law enforcement in this country. They're tired of the so-called, in fact, what is it? I saw a poll that just came out that showed 59, 58 or 59% of Americans now believe this is actually a war on police. And of course, based upon, for example, this video, the two officers in Los Angeles and uh, Compton being shot, That's obviously – Americans have had enough of this. They've also seen what happens in places like Minneapolis when they want to defund and dismantle the police. Crime goes up. They're shocked. They're shocked in Minneapolis. How could this have happened? How could this have happened? We told people not to commit crime. We told them that we were going to – instead of sending armed police officers, we were going to send counselors out there. They should be happy about that. No, it turns out that it creates more crime. Who could have seen this coming? Looking here on the uh, Bongino, most voters now believe there's a war on police and they back Blue Lives Matter laws. 59% of likely U.S. voters think there is a war on police going on. That's up from 43% two years ago and up from a previous high of 58% in 2015. So the Democrats find themselves on the wrong side of this issue. I've said before, and I'll say it again, they've overplayed their hand. They wanted to use this, this tension, this Black Lives Matter movement to energize what they thought would be a a voting bloc that was going to reliably vote for Joe Biden. Instead, it's turned into something that is much greater. It has a it, it, it now is is running on its own. They have no control over this, and they're politically afraid of this, and they should be because they're constantly on the wrong side of this issue. They'll go and va- uh, visit, for example, example Jacob Blake's family, but they won't visit with the officers who were shot, even though they're from Kamala Harris's home state. Doesn't matter. They don't care. The narrative for them. The plan for them was to use this movement to energize a component of their base to get out and and to vote. And now they've overplayed their hand. And now they're starting to reap the consequences of this. And now suburban women are sitting there thinking, am I more bothered by a Trump tweet or am I more bothered by my city set on fire? Pretty obvious choice. (laughs) Pretty obvious answer to that question for most reasonable suburban women democrats are scared they're in trouble the campaign i'm telling you it is imploding it is imploding that's why they're most of what they're doing right now behind the scenes is building teams of lawyers and getting ready to challenge these you know mail-in ballots they want people to be able to vote until biden gets enough that's where their energy is spent i've got to take a break Come back and wrap up for the day. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in, back in just a minute.
0: The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faith Lit. Faith Lit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TOD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Democrats are scared. Here we are less than seven weeks from election day. Democrats are scared. They know they have a bad candidate. They know that the narrative is turning against them. They know that what they were hoping to benefit from politically regarding the Black Lives Matter movement has actually created more problems because of the riots, because of the increased tensions, because of the fact that they've been exposed, the leaders for being uh, self-proclaimed trained Marxists. The wheels are coming off this thing, and they really are. Now, that doesn't mean that this is going to be an easy Trump victory. I'm not predict I don't predict these things. I'll leave that up to other people to make make these predictions. But I am saying this. This is not the way that this was shaping up. This was not the way it was supposed to be. After five years of demonizing President Trump. After trying to impeach him, threatened to take him out of the White House in handcuffs and an orange pantsuit, excuse me, jumpsuit, that's Hillary's orange pantsuit. After all those things, here he stands with the chance to win the election. Was not supposed to happen. They're starting to have flashbacks to 2016. And I've got to wrap up. Guys, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. SDG. See you Monday. Take care.
0: The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution. But you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through FaithLit. FaithLit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TOD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.